0: Thank you for joining us in Nicole's Hen House. I'm a millennial mama on a mission to rewrite the narrative of women in our generation by discussing our roles in health, business, entertainment, and politics. If this resonates with you, please leave a review after the show. As always, cheering for you. That's the first step, is recognize you've lost or that you've lost this... um, you've lost this respect that you've lost whatever it is that you're losing um uh this is in reference to a dream that somebody had for their lives so recognize that you've lost that dream or that that dream isn't going to come to fruition um your dreams can vary and this can be a big dream or a little dream like it doesn't really matter the size the fact of the matter is this was component to your heart and you have to let go of it either by choice or force. Um, but either way, your vision for whatever thing you are experiencing isn't coming to pass and it is disappointing when that happens. Um, so it's okay for you to experience that disappointment. And, I uh, what I want to identify here is that you don't have to justify it. You don't have to justify your disappointment based on the size of your dream. So if your dream is like, for the moment it's like, okay, my dream is I'm gonna have enough time or I'm gonna get enough money to purchase XYZ thing or accomplish XYZ task, and then you realize, oh, it's not gonna happen. It's still a disappointment because you had set your intentions and you had set your hope and your plans to accomplish or purchase or do whatever that thing was, so it doesn't have to be justified. Um, disappointments with dreams can also be very grave like uh you know when my husband left us i had to deal with the disappointment of not staying married to this person whom i loved um and i loved him with my whole heart it wasn't like i want sort of love you it was like i had made plans with this male to spend the rest of my life with him and then he left so i had to surrender the disappointment of that and identify oh this is gonna hurt like this is disappointing like my dream for this isn't gonna happen. Um, I did the same thing with my restaurant, and even the inn, my parents just sold the inn, and though it is a good thing, I was bummed when it was time for me to step out of that role, because my dream for the inn was, sorry, (laughs) I did something to my shoulder. Um, My dream for the inn was to get a triple-A diamond, and we met all but six requirements to get that diamond, and it was disappointing to see that not come to pass. Um, so this the first step is recognize your disappointment. Um, the second step after you recognized that you're disappointed is to, um, the second step to recognize after you're disappointed is to recognize what you were disappointed about. Um, so you've recognized that this emotion or this experience is disappointment. And now you need to figure out why it disappoints you. Um, I will give an example. Um, or, and you guys might have one. If you have an example of how you've identified disappointment, share it in the comments. Um, so recognize when you're recognizing disappointment why it disappoints you. Here's how you do that. There is someone I was very close to, and I'm still close to this person, but when I realized this individual was not as healthy as I thought they were, and they didn't know how to process um, their feelings and hold boundaries in a safe way, I was really disappointed in them. And I was disappointed um, because I realized this person I revered is actually not as stable as I thought they were. And it's okay for them not to be, okay? I'm not responsible for making sure that they're healthy. They are responsible for making sure that they're healthy. But it was disappointing because I realized, okay, now I can't trust my heart with this person. And and let me be clear, this person was not a dude. It's a woman. <laughs> um, it's somebody whom I love. Uh, she is very dear to my heart. Uh, but once I realized... Um, that she wasn't as healthy or as stable as I thought she was, I realized, okay, I can't trust her entirely with my heart and that can't be my sole source of information and guidance. However, um, I do still love her and the wiz- like wisdom is wisdom, but there's some situations where it's not going to be very fruitful for me to trust her anymore. And that was disappointing. Um, so let's say, like, you know, I originally thought, when I graduated high school, I was going to go eventually get my doctorate overseas and be a professor. Well, that ship crashed and burned real fast. Um, And so I had to come to the disappointment of, oh, not only am I not gonna do this, um, I had to start unpacking the trains of thought and the identity that went behind that. Um, All of these things, they take time and how you come to these conclusions is up to you but it is intentional it's not going to just like come out of nowhere it is an intentional thing that you have to make and create space to do okay so now you've identified that you're disappointed and what your disappointment is for so let's use the example of school okay i'm disappointed because i'm not finishing in english what it is is not completing this educational goal and why it disappoints me is because a there was a financial need that couldn't be met and it makes me feel like I just couldn't measure up so those are why I felt disappointed not only was it a dream but I just felt like I couldn't measure up um, my marriage when it ended uh, it hurt because he picked someone else and um, it was disappointing because I thought it was worth it and then it ended up not being mutual and that hurt Um, your why will vary um, and you can have more than one Um, there is more than one reason to be disappointed and more than one reason to feel bad when your marriage disassembles there's more than one reason to be disappointed for any number of dreams so your disappointment can be isolated but the trains of thought behind that disappointment will be multifaceted and that's okay that's the way it's supposed to be um, okay uh, so that's step three um, step four is the emotions that come with it. So with these trains of thought also come emotions. Um, Emotions are not negative. They're just indicators of the wavelength of your heart. Um, And there is no right or wrong way to have a wavelength of your heart. Um, What separates us from heavenly beings, if you read the book of Revelation, you learn about angels, okay, Um, is that we can experience emotions and use those emotions to engage with Yahweh. Okay, so these things aren't bad. They are to inform us of the posture of our heart. And then our mind can dictate or help shift those things around to make better choices and to engage the Holy Spirit to build trust. Um, I'll keep going. Do you have any questions so far? Matt, good evening. Love you. Um, All right, so. Um, when you have identified why you're disappointed, um, this is also time for you to recognize that you're going to experience different emotions. So, uh, let's use the example of my friend again. When I realized I couldn't trust her with my heart anymore, um, it made me really sad. (laughs) I was just sad about it. Um... When my husband left and I was disappointed, there were a ton of emotions, sadness, rage, melancholy, loneliness, heartache, despair, like all of these emotions ran the gamut. Here's the thing though, as you embrace these emotions and you identify what they are, do not act on them. And <laughs> What I mean by do not act on them is do not make long-term decisions based on how you feel in this moment. Um, Your emotions are an opportunity to ask the Holy Spirit to engage with you there and for you to determine um, how you can process and cope with them. Um, Not every emotion you can deal with at that exact moment in time and so there might be a certain time period of avoidance. Um, After my first divorce it was so much unpacking of childhood baggage. Like I literally couldn't deal with it all at one time, so I went on a Netflix bender for about 54 days, Um, uh, so I wasn't really avoiding them, I just couldn't process it all at one time, so I had to have some kind of barrier or some kind of um, buffer between each emotion that I was experiencing so I could process it, and so um, these emotions that I processed were not Repetitive, But it was like, okay, so we're going to process sadness this day. We're going to process loneliness, um, hurt. That is an emotion. It's also a state of being. Unpack that. Um, heartbroken, at least all these other emotions. You cannot process them all at one time. So experience your emotion. Identify what it is. And then take time to invite the Holy Spirit to comfort you in that moment. I'm going to repeat this again. Do not make any long-term decisions right now. If you are heartbroken, this is not a good time to sign off on men. Okay? <laughs> if you're disappointed in your, friend, in your friendships, this is not a good time to decide, okay, I'm never going to have any more friends and I'm going to be solo. If you're disappointed for your academic career, this is not a good time to knock off school forever. It just means no right now. Um, I started school <laughs> 13 years ago. I'm going back this fall. Um, hope deferred. You know, Jesus brings things into fruit in full circle. Um, I don't regret that. It just wasn't time. Um, but this isn't a good time. Like, when you're experiencing these emotions, do not make long-term decisions. Engage. Sit with them if you need to. Um, I needed to sit with some things that were tragic in my childhood. Um, If you watched my Instagram story a few days ago, um, I spent a lot of time with different family members, and not that spending time with them was bad, but as I spent time with them, it's like, okay, here's this nuclear cluster of people who love you, and now, like, it made me aware of some other healing that I needed to go through, and so there was a trigger for that to, like, unlock it, and that was smelling an essential oil, but the, the healing process happens because Jesus engages you with that space. Does that make sense? Let's talk about that. Okay. So, um, we're just going to go there. If you're, if you are a believer in Jesus, it is one of the goals of your faith is to experience peace or shalom where you take your existence and reckon it and experience the love and peace of Jesus. And um, you invite the Trinity to comfort you. That's what he says. I'm going to leave the comforter with you. But Jesus, Yeshua, he gives us these very tender words in John. Um, and believe it or not, I do read the New Testament. As much as I love the Old Testament, I do read the New Testament. Um, the Gospels are the lifeblood. Um, But Jesus gives us these really tender words in John, um, John 14, 27. He says, ow, I, I hurt my shoulder. All right. He says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled and neither let them be afraid. You don't have to be afraid of your own heart and... As you experience emotions and disappointments and you go through the stages of grief, you don't have to be afraid of your own heart, um, or dismiss these emotions. Like as you experience these things, these things are not bad. It's an invitation to invite the Holy Spirit into your life and further and deepen your connection with him. Um, and that sounds mythical. Okay. Like that sounds like unattainable and, flip it. So, I'm going to spell out to you how I do that. Let's take... Okay. I got very disappointed in someone's bad choices a few weeks ago. And that also, here's the thing that you have to process is, how do you still see Jesus? How do you view them as lovable from Yeshua, even though you know they're walking in sin and darkness? So, the disappointment there was this place was not what I thought it was, and this person is not who I thought they were. And so the engagement with the Holy Spirit looks like this. Holy Spirit and Jesus, I am really sad about this. This grieves my heart. Um, thank you for bringing me into a place where I can have a relationship with this person, but I am really devastated by their character choices right now. And I surrender my pride and my control over them to you, but this does not feel good. I looked up to this person, and they are not who I thought they would be. Can you comfort me and show me how you are more trustworthy and how to gain trust in this scenario? And will you continue to convict me so I walk righteously? So that's it. Like, that's the prayer. Um, I do that prayer often because, hey, you know what? Life is hard. <laughs> Life is hard, and it's disappointing, okay? Like, you just get disappointed. Uh, but for each of those moments is an opportunity to experience relationship with Yahweh. Um, when I was, when the gospel was presented to me, it was this thing that you do for God, or it was... Um, for, um, it was for his approval or for his love. And that's not it at all. You experience these things so you can have a relationship with the Trinity, not for the Trinity, with the Trinity. Um, and the more you do this, the more you will sink your relationship with them. Okay. The next step. And this one sucks. This one does not feel good. Okay. Okay. This is like zero percent fun but it's healthy surrender and I don't mean I don't mean toss in the towel I don't mean release your autonomy I don't mean release your ability to be independent what I mean is if you're experiencing disappointment you're experiencing disappointment over something that you envisioned, that it seems like there was a door that opened, or an opportunity to be in a relationship, or you thought things were going to pan out a certain way, but at the end of the day, that was your thought. You have to surrender your thought to Yahweh. You have to surrender those thoughts to the Father. Um... It sucked surrendering my marriages to Jesus. It sucked surrendering my relationship with my friends. It sucked surrendering my academic goals. But on the other side of that surrender is something so much better. And right now that something looks a whole lot like peace and wholeness. And becoming whole is valuable in its own right. Um... As you become whole, here's what Jesus said. I know who I am because I know who my father is. As you become whole, you learn more about your father. And you become more like him. And that surrender makes more good things easy to identify. And you don't have to rely so much on yourself to come up with your good idea. Um, The Lord will present opportunity to you. Um, But in the meantime... Surrender just hurts. You can cry. You can be mad. You might need to do a lot of push ups. You might do, if you can do CrossFit, you might have to pound it really hard when you're doing the deadlifts. Um, if you're a runner, you might have to run it out. And sometimes you might just have to scream it out. Thank God I live on 54 acres in the woods. Um, we go outside and scream it out a lot. Um, I have toddlers, so hey, you know what? We, I let them have their rage moments. Like, okay, everybody, we are mad right now. We are all going to go outside and we're just going to let it out. And we do. Um, as you surrender, what you're doing is you're letting go of your own ideal and inviting the Holy Spirit and you're inviting the Father to give you peace. You're not rejecting his offer of wholeness um you can avoid these steps (laughs) you can avoid all of this um and i've had to like what i said before i've had to engage in avoidance um because i just couldn't process it all or i just didn't have time like you know it takes a good 30 minutes to go through all of these steps of surrender and understanding what these are and when you're grieving something large like a marriage or the loss of a family member or the loss of your future, um, whether it be career or academic related, um, these can be big things that you have to surrender each piece of as it comes up. Um, so some ways I've avoided a Netflix bender, a lot of bourbon, stress eating, uh, and just Sleeping a lot being very sluggish because I needed that rest because the emotions of everything was so heavy. I could not process. I just had to sleep um, You know It's okay to Participate in avoidance. It's not okay to camp out there and continue to avoid it because you don't want to deal with the hardship of it and It is discomforting in the beginning um, And it's okay to avoid discomfort for a certain time period just don't camp out there like don't make that your mantra like if I continued watching Netflix my children would not be fed and like my house would never get cleaned and I wouldn't go to work like I couldn't stay there so you have to eventually like give yourself self-space to experience process identify avoid it if you have to and then engage As we surrender and engage Yahweh in our lives, it fosters a stronger relationship with Him. Uh, This is like the ultimate trust-building exercise. This is the ultimate team-building experience. Surrender. Um, And as we learn to trust the Father, and um, the more we say yes to His will, the more we become like Him. And the more often we're going to know what His yeses are and what His noes are. Just because we had a good idea, this does not mean you are wrong and you should not walk in shame of that. Um, It just means his idea is a little bit better. The Psalms say the Lord will not withhold good things from his people. And I heard a fantastic teaching on this. And it was from my friend Walker. And she says, okay, if you were praying for a good thing and it has not come to you, then that was not a good thing for you. And I'm going to read that verse to you right now. Uh, Psalm 84, 11. Let me move my post-it. For the Lord God is a sign and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the one who trusts in you. As we give trust to Yahweh, He will give good things back to us. That's not an apples to apples thing, okay? So, like, I didn't just, like, surrender friends and husbands to get more husbands and friends. I surrendered these people and these relationships for shalom, for peace. Um, And ultimately, as I am drawn closer to peace, there will be other opportunities and doors that open your desires and here's the thing, your desires might not be bad. Like just because something didn't happen that didn't that doesn't mean your desire is bad. Like my desire to go get my doctorate in English, um, that wasn't a bad goal, okay? Like everybody wants a smart, crazy big sister. Um but that wasn't the best good thing for me. Um the best good thing for me was to stay in alignment with heaven. You will have to repeat these steps. <sighs> this is not a once and done thing. Grief is not a punctuation mark. Um, it's not the final chapter. It's, you know, it's, a, it's like an a positive that comes up every so often throughout the chapter of like, okay, grieve here. Um, this is gonna be a common thread because we're human beings. And it's okay for us to grieve often. We should. Uh, life is hard. And 2020 is going for gold for times of despair. Um, okay. This is a... So repeat, this is necessary. And this is a process to engage your heart. And you might have to learn about your own heart. There's a lot I didn't know about mine. Even after all this inner healing that I've gone through, I still spent, you know, extended time with my family and learned, oh, there's even more I need to unpack. I got to know my own heart. Um, And there's other things that teach you about your heart, but this is just another way for you to learn your own heart and also nurture it. Mm, This really does not feel good. Um, Yeah, this is just another way for you to nurture your own heart. Processing grief is self-care. Uh, okay I'm gonna show you a little oil hack that I learned to do um, to help open and make space Um, so we're gonna start with peppermint and it's so simple so you can do this and then your prayer and you're gonna be awake and alert to engage with the Holy Spirit Um, and you don't have to do the oil thing this is just a physical trigger that I use to help get things started just like other people would use worship music worship music a lot of times gets on my nerves so I use an oil so here's it here it is you take your oil and you just breathe deep as many times as you need to five or six I like peppermint because it wakes up your brain And it's also cool. And it slows you down. Imagine the York peppermint patty commercial, and then slow it down to stretch it out to two minutes instead of 30 seconds. Breathe from your chest, not from your belly button. All right. And then we're going to do the same thing with White Angelica. This is a very floral oil that makes you feel safe and loved all right and then I'll do it again with lavender and then you repeat that process until you have engaged the Holy Spirit you feel your moment if you do that and you feel like you need to cry Or you need to um, physically speak words out loud not just in your mind and as you do this I encourage you speak these words out loud Uh, we all have the inner dialogue take that inner dialogue and spin it out of your mouth and confess this to the father he's not afraid of your heart he made it he wants you to invite him in so he can foster a relationship with you because though the Lord is a dread warrior, he will not push open the door of your heart. Um, he wants to be invited in. And you get to decide if he can be there or not. He, because Yahweh believes in consent. And we'll talk about that later. Um, Alright. That is the teaching for healthy coping skills. I'll give you guys just another second. And you can tell me if you have any more questions or if that was helpful. If it wasn't helpful... That is a-okay, we'll work on that. And if you have any more questions, um, I will answer them. I'm gonna keep smelling. Mm. White Angelica. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. This smells so good. All right. You guys don't seem to have any more questions. And all right. We'll call it a wrap. All right. Good night, you guys. Cheering for y'all. Thank you so much for listening to Nicole's Hen House. It is a great value to me to have your ears tuned to the variety of guests on our show. If you found this content insightful, I would greatly appreciate a review on any listening platform. To contact Nicole's Hen House, visit the site nicoleshenhouse.com or you can find me on Instagram at Nicole's Hen House. As always, cheering for you!